the mother, all our Gurin children needed the presence of their father during childbirth for the survival of mother and child, because our Gurins took their second form in the womb, and only the paternal connection could ease their panic to allow for safe birthing. Aaron reached the table of his friends with relief and no further incident. Joss and Mick moved over, kicking out the last available chair for him to sit. His weight hit the seat near his security offices hard, causing the others to wince. Shit, Aaron, you look bad. The honest words out of Commander Jackson Brahms' mouth provided Aaron with his first real smile all week since he'd noted the heat building. It's coming fast this time. Faster than ever before. Aaron had no warning and thought his muata was still weeks off. He planned to talk with his father on their next scheduled call to see if he needed to be worried about anything. There were a few cases in Argura history where unmated males cycled faster and more often as they got older until they sickened and died. Something about divine interference to keep the species populated. Argurans weren't meant to live a solitary life. The nature of their animal half craved a sense of belonging and familial bonds. Aaron didn't think he was old enough to worry about that yet. Still, he shouldn't have suffered his heat this early. What do you need from me? Jax asked. Aaron appreciated the immediate offer. It was one of the many reasons he and the commander got along very well. The chief of security and the ship's commander had to rely on one another without hesitation. Aaron's trust in Jax was absolute, and vice versa. I'm confining myself to my quarters as soon as we take off. Sweat beaded Aaron's forehead, as if to reaffirm his plans. His uniform scratched his skin, and the otherwise comfortable fabric abraded every inch of his flesh. No problem, Jax instantly agreed. We have everything under control. Jax clasped Aaron on the shoulder, and red-hot fire seared him. Aaron jerked away, his lip curling in a snarl. Jax released him immediately, sympathy glinting in his gray eyes. Sorry. The others at the table eased back in their seats, tension ratcheting. He could imagine how he looked to them. Despite his uniform and bearing, there was no hiding the animal that rode close to the surface of his skin. Aaron shook his head and ignored the way his cock hardened and throbbed. His body wanted to mate. Physical contact right now isn't a good idea. Are you sure you want to wait until launch? This from Joss, who reported to Aaron. The team can manage if you need to leave earlier. Again, Aaron shook his head and clasped his hands on his thighs firmly to hide the tremors. I'll make it. He wouldn't shirk his duty. Another fifty minutes wouldn't kill him, he hoped. Ellie's breath rattled in her chest. Hiding in the corner of the busy spaceport, she kept her eyes on the security force, asking questions and stopping travelers. Travelers meandered throughout merchant shops on both sides of the busy thoroughfare, while they waited for their shuttles to depart. A uniformed officer walked past her little alcove, and Ellie jerked back with a gasp. Her heart throttled, and sweat popped on her forehead in tiny beads. Overhead, viewing monitors mounted on the walls flashed pictures of her. Eliana Cage, stepdaughter to government official Paulo Hender. According to the media blurb, Paulo would recover from the injury sustained after his stepdaughter attacked when he tried to help her through one of her psychotic episodes. Ellie wanted to laugh at the phrasing. She didn't have psychotic episodes. Two nights ago, 
she'd discovered evidence that Paolo had killed her mother. When she'd naively confronted him, he threatened, bullied, and finally attacked her. When Paolo attacked, she'd reached for the weapon he routinely carried on his hip. They'd struggled for his stunner until the grip filled her trembling hands. He'd jumped for her, not believing she'd shoot. Ellie had defended herself by aiming the weapon right at his chest as she fired. Since it was on the stun cycle, she hadn't expected his heart to falter or lose its rhythm. He'd paled and collapsed on the floor of his office. She just wanted him to leave her alone. Medics were called by staffers who heard their fight, and Paula was rushed to the health center. Torn between fear and anger, she'd gone to the authorities, only to overhear a guard speak of plans to arrest her for the attempted murder of Paulo Hender. Apparently, her stepfather was smarter than she'd given him credit for, and had already set the wheels in motion.